Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 62, The Armor of Light. Welcome, I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very grateful member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in any situation, in every circumstance. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast again today. Last time we talked about the willingness to try. Today we're going to be talking about putting on the armor of light. Last week, we were blessed with the most wonderful experience when a dear friend of one of my grandsons was baptized, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I loved all of it. I loved the opportunity I had to just be a small part watching. I watched the missionaries in action as they taught discussions answered questions, and then bore their testimonies with the Spirit. I loved being at the baptism on Saturday morning to watch a new young priesthood holder baptize his friend, and then to feel the Spirit so strong as a new young missionary conferred upon him the gift of the Holy Ghost and then gave him a blessing. I loved all of it. When my oldest son was on his mission in Madagascar, he shared with us a letter written by a group of local missionaries from there. The letter reads, quote, On my mission, I have served in the branch that is farthest away from church headquarters. I have seen and smelled real poverty. I have depended upon anti-malaria drugs and deworming medicine. I have bathed in boiled kettle water. I have taught discussions by the light of one candle. I have lived for weeks without electricity and days without plumbing. I have washed my clothes by hand for months on end. I know people who walk on fire and drink goat's blood and call it religion. I have seen constellations that can only be seen in the southeastern hemisphere. I have eaten fruits and vegetables that I never knew existed. I have been chauffeured by drunken taxi drivers in taxis without seatbelts, and I have seen the streets through those taxi floors. On two occasions, I have been chased by a man intent on physically harming me. I have fallen into open sewers. I have been blessed by a drunk lady and lived through a cyclone. I have eaten rice and beans with my bare hands and I have lost an endless battle with invisible fleas. I have walked miles in shoes held together with a safety pin, and I have waxed wood floors with half a coconut. Some children have honored me, and others have thrown rocks at me. I have eaten roots and boiled leaves, and I enjoyed it. I now know people from Canada, England, Belgium, France, Congo, Ivory Coast, South Africa, Germany, Ireland, Nicaragua, and Australia, and I have a testimony in common with each one of them. 
I attended the dedication of the first LDS chapel in Madagascar. I rejoiced at the arrival of the completed translation of the Book of Mormon in the Malagasy language. I have sung and spoken and prayed in front of general authorities. I have taught people the gospel in a language that was neither mine nor theirs. I have felt carried by angels and guided by the Spirit. I have accomplished things that I thought I was totally incapable of doing. I have cried more and prayed harder than I ever have before in my life. Why? Because God the Father and Jesus Christ did appear to Joseph Smith the prophet and restored the fullness of the everlasting gospel upon the earth. And I know it. And other people need to know it, too. End quote. Many years ago, when my family was all young, we decided to choose a family scripture that would help our children along their own roads throughout their lives. We even made a large family flag with the scripture printed on it and then hung it in our house as a reminder. The scripture we chose was from Romans chapter 13, verse 12. It says, quote, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. I love the idea of living my life with the armor of light, especially in a world full of darkness, not just at the end of a day darkness, but sometimes even in the middle of a day. One of my most favorite quotes is from President Ezra Taft Benson that I still keep inside my scriptures. It says, quote, All through the ages, the prophets have looked down through the quarters of time to our day. Billions of the deceased and those yet to be born have their eyes on us. Make no mistake about it. You are a marked generation. There has never been more expected of the faithful in such a short period of time as there is of us. Never before on the face of this earth have the forces of evil and the forces of good been as well organized. Now is the great day of the devil's power, but now is also the great day of the Lord's power, with the greatest number ever of priesthood holders now on the earth, and the showdown is fast approaching. Each day, the forces of evil and the forces of good pick up new recruits. Each day, we personally make many decisions that show where our support will go. The final outcome is certain. The forces of righteousness will finally win. What remains to be seen is where each of us personally, now and in the future, will stand in this battle and how tall we will stand. Will we be true to our last days for ordained missions? End quote. Oh, I just love that every time I read that. I especially love the part that says, with the greatest number ever, of priesthood holders now on the earth, 
and the showdown is fast approaching. I think we are in the middle of the showdown today. Um, Listen for a second and tell me, what do you think of when you hear these phrases? Drink plenty of liquids. Eat your vegetables. Get plenty of vitamin C. Wear your coat when you go outside. And wash your hands often. What do you think all of those phrases are guidelines for? Yeah, good job. You're probably right. These are guidelines for flu season, which is right upon us. How do you fight this invisible enemy? A virus so small that it cannot even be seen, but so powerful that we all feel its effects from time to time, spreading all around us, in our neighborhoods, our schools, and our families. The flu season is here. While my youngest daughter was attending school up at BYU-Idaho one year, her health teacher taught the class about flu season. He said, quote, It's an actual battle that you physically fight for, he stated. You already know the basics, but besides the obvious, you also need exercise to build up your muscles for defense and you need to get more sleep so you will have strength to fight, end quote. It makes sense when I think about it that a professor at any university would be smart to remind students to get more sleep so that they have strength to fight the flu. Now, think of that very same advice and then apply it to another infectious virus that is also spreading all around us, our neighborhoods, our schools, and wants more than anything to creep into our families. And this time, we're not talking about the flu. Elder L. Tom Perry once taught, quote, Through his evil ways, Satan has been able to spread many new infectious viruses. These viruses will inflict great damage on our spirits if we do not have powerful ways of defending against them. End quote. In the middle of this showdown is the great day of Satan's power. We are indeed engaged in an actual battle fighting for our own spiritual survival, a battle between the forces of light and darkness. How do we fight off this invisible enemy? How do we protect our families against something so deceptive and secretive and distorted? How do we fight off something we may not even see, but so powerful that we know of its effects all around us. Just like a battle against the flu, we will need powerful ways of fighting against Satan's infectious diseases. As we cast off the works of darkness, that's when we will be able to put on the armor of light. Darkness 
is vanquished when light is present. Jesus Christ is the light and life of the world, the light that can never be darkened. Elder Perry said, The greatest antivirus program of all, right now, is the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the most powerful way to fight off the adversary's viruses. The influences of the Holy Ghost will inspire virtue, kindness, goodness, tenderness, gentleness, and charity. President Nelson said, The battle with sin is real. The adversary is quadrupling his efforts to disrupt testimonies and impede the work of the Lord. He is arming his minions with potent weapons to keep us from partaking of the joy and love of the Lord. We will need to be ready with the strength to fight using our own armor of light. It is an actual battle that we are physically and spiritually fighting for. You already know the basics, but you will also need exercise to build up your spiritual muscles for defense, employing and developing vital resistance tactics, and incorporating daily exercise routines in living in gospel light. That's when you will have the strength to fight. Someone once said, and I love this, Our character is not built when trial comes. That is when it is used. Character comes by small threads woven together that combine to form a solid shield strong enough to withstand whatever may come along. So in moments of test and trial, that is when our character will be displayed. Having been formed in the often uneventful routines of our lives, rehearsed, exercised, and tried through practice. So how do we generate light in a world of darkness? Just like fighting the flu, It is a battle that you and I must physically and spiritually fight for. In fighting the flu, we could just keep doing the basics that we always do. Eat an orange once in a while. Drink a little juice occasionally. Sleep in a little. And see if we have any free time next week to exercise a little. Or maybe... In fighting the flu, we could do more to prepare for that battle. Now, think again in fighting the battle against darkness. We could just keep doing the little basics that we always do. You know the basics. Read the scriptures occasionally. Pray once in a while when you have time. Attend church on special occasions. Go to the temple when a relative is getting married. But maybe there is more we can do. We need to build up our defenses, exercise more of our strength, and develop a shield against darkness. We will each need our own strong armor of light. The night is far spent.
the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. What are you doing in your life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks for listening in again today, and get ready to put on your own armor of light. Bye for now. See you next time.